So do you think there's going to be any emotional trauma this week? From what? Just this podcast. We always end up hurting ourselves in one way or another. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, I can't really think of anything I have to say that's too controversial. I, uh, you know, I have a feeling you're going to hurt me somehow, but especially Probably. with that grin on your face, I never know what's going to happen. Probably. <laughs> you never know, right? You never know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what are you, what are you hiding back there behind that grin? So many secrets. So many secrets. All wings report in. House dog, standing by. Mother goose, standing by. Lock S foils in attack position. Animal squadron ready for battle. Welcome back, everybody, to the Animal Squadron podcast. This is your hairiest host, Mother Goose. And also, the Minoc. The favorite host. That's right. I'm still chewing on wires, still hanging on for dear life. We're having a good time. Max's been gone for two weeks, and he's been replaced as favorite host. <laughs> Maybe one of these days I'll be allowed in the cabin. Maybe I can Maybe. even fly the Millennium Falcon. Maybe one day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you guys are just going to like keep dragging me along, just like, yeah, yeah, sure, Tuck, this time. This time, yeah. watch in. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> Just, just hold on a little longer. You've almost got the rights to come inside. <laughs> well, and also to our listeners out there, it's it's gotten pretty pretty messed up. They even like they'll they'll egg me on. You know, like they'll have a little minoc food in there, and they'll be like, "Oh, come in, Tuck, come on." And then the second I get close, they close the door on me and they take <laughs> off. Like it's it's messed up. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> We'll only keep doing it for a little longer. <laughs> and like that classic uh, gag of like, you know, I'm on a curb and they have the Millennium Falcon. I go to reach for the door handle and they just scoot the car up a little bit. So I like can't grab the handle. Yeah, then they, you like you fly forward just a little bit to get in. And, yeah. and then we go forward a little bit more and it's this never ending cycle. Yep. Yeah. They're just laughing. They're like, no, no, no. Seriously, dude. Seriously. We'll let you in this time. And then they scoot this forward time. again. Yeah. <laughs> For real, for real. Yep, it's not cool. It's not cool. But really, or at, is at it? some point, it's my fault for letting them do it. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. T- no, Tuck, listen. You gotta... <laughs> you gotta stay true to yourself. You can't, you can't start putting yourself down. But also, Minocs are stage five clingers. I'm doing my Minoc thing by clinging. That is true. That is true. That is true. Sometimes it hurts less to let go than holding on. Um, You want to tell everybody what we're talking about today? Yeah, sure. So uh, today, everyone, we are talking about our five favorite, and also, as always, honorable mentions, um, five favorite Sith Lords. Or, doesn't even have to necessarily be Sith Lords, but just our five favorite Sith slash Dark Side users. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yep, it's going to be a good time for everyone. Uh, so last week, I kind of took the lead. Do you want to you take the lead this time? Sure, yeah. I'll, um, I'll just start us off hot. Um, Alright. And uh, tell you all my number five. Which is... I'm not hearing a drum roll. Come on, Elijah. Thank you. <laughs> which is dark mall <laughs> okay that's awesome uh because my number five is also darth mall really 
let's just yeah. talk about them together, I guess. Let's I'll... just talk about them together. Go ahead, <laughs> so, Tuck. My favorite thing about Darth Maul is I really think that although he is not what you would call, like, truly a powerful Sith, like, especially compared to a lot of his uh, equals, um, like, for instance, he never is the leader of the Sith. He never is the true Dark Lord. Um, right, right. He always manages to be a thorough pain in everyone's side. Like, he is such a good bad guy. Um, and, like, one way he does that that I always think of, and this is heartbreaking, but him in Clone Wars, you know, just, like, all the stuff he does just to play mm-hmm. everyone against each other. Like, he's he's playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers. Like, uh, right, right. Like, one thing he tells Savage, like, whenever they get on that planet and they're trying to lure Obi-Wan and uh, other Jedi to them, is uh and i'm paraphrasing but he says basically that like um the way to lure the jedi to us are through the slaughter of innocence and then he turns mm-hmm. on his lightsaber and you see all the kids playing and then like the scene ends and uh right and like yeah uh-huh that is just so evil like he's just he's so good at that and then like also like you know the man leads a, a crime syndicate successfully for a long time uh, managing to evade everyone who comes after him for a long time. He fights Inquisitors and wins. Um, mm-hmm. He killed Qui-Gon, who was, like, you know, one of the best Jedi Masters of the era. Um, I mean, it's just it's pretty hard to not say that he's not a great Sith. I mean, he just yeah. really is. Yeah, and, I mean, kind of on those points, not only was he making hard life for life hard for the jedi and the republic he was making hard life for the separatists in palpatine it's a hard knock life yeah (laughs) he just wanted to piss everybody off and he did a great job that's right yeah and also like i mean even like he evades palpatine and um and also like you know dooku and the cis the republic and the jedi he i mean he just outruns them all for a long time yeah and i think his darkest moment killing uh Satine in front of Obi-Wan. Yep, but also he did that on purpose. He had to I mean 100%. He, yeah. Yep, he did it because he just wanted to take everything from Obi-Wan. He wanted to hurt Obi-Wan and you know what? He sure did. <laughs> he right. sure did. That's right. <laughs> yep, yeah, again, he was just he was playing chess. He knew what to do. Yeah, I think every all all except for one Sith on this list actually, I think, dies a Sith. Everyone else either uh, turns to a Jedi, or in Maul's case, like he's not necessarily a Sith anymore, but he's still a dark side user. He's still, um, he's still got his red lightsaber. You know, he's still a menace to society. That's right. <laughs> he yep. he essentially stays a Sith. Just without the title. Like, he's still doing Sith things. He's still got that dog in him. He's still got that dog in him. (laughs) Uh, I also wanted to talk about him, like, aesthetically. I think Maul is the scariest looking Sith. Hands down. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. See, I think, um, like, I mean, he, he is scary. Definitely. But, like... You're telling me that, like, so I'll just set up a scenario for you. Like, let's imagine we're in the last scene of Rogue Rogue One, 
right? And it's a dark ship, and it's right. smoky. And then all of a sudden, you just hear Vader's breathing. You don't that see anything true. yet. You just hear him breathe. I that think that's scarier true. than all. I think that's way scarier than all. Ooh. But I'm I'm talking just like visually, not not like power or atmosphere, just like character design alone scariest. But then what about like Malgus? He's scary. Malgus is pretty scary, but I mean we got the horns, the red with the black across his face. Yeah, but Malgus in a hood especially is pretty scary. Like, you just see the respirator and that's it. (laughs) You know what? You take that back. (laughs) That's not nice. (laughs) That's it. That's my line. And you crossed it. (laughs) You can kill Plo Koon a million times, but don't you dare call me Darth Malgus. (laughs) I'm sorry, Tuck. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I take it back, I swear. You better. (laughs) Uh, um, but no, I really, I really like Maul. I really like his like duo with Savage. Uh, I think they made a good team. It was heartbreaking when Palpatine just murked them. Yeah, yeah. Just that's why Palpatine's have most it. certainly higher on my list than Maul. Is just because I mean they're really no match for him. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I mean even together, he still just. He, he played with them. They were toys to Palpatine. Oh, yeah. But also, controversial statement, Palpatine's not on my list. What? Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, okay, so I was a little bit, uh, like, I'd forgotten a, a bunch about, like, several Sith Lords, and so I was doing a bunch of, like, lore watch through before this. And, like, on anyone's list... Pretty much on YouTube, Palpatine's top three, at least. Yeah. So actually, like more importantly, let's just talk about why why isn't Palpatine on your list, Elijah? Because he annoys me, <laughs> he pisses me off. <laughs> but that's the point. He's a villain. He's a he villain. He's a not villain. supposed to be liked. <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> but like, he just makes my blood boil, especially what he does to Anakin. Like that line. In Revenge of the Sith, we've talked about it uh, on the podcast before, but where he tells Anakin that he won't be strong enough until he slays all of the Jedi in the temple. Like, you can't save Padme until all of the Jedi are dead. <laughs> just to ensure, just to ensure that he wouldn't stop. You can't have your toy until you eat all the chicken nuggets. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Um... He's a fantastic Sith. Fantastic Sith. But it just makes my blood boil. <laughs> alright, alright. Uh, um, do you have anything else about uh, Darth Maul that you want to say, or should we move on? Um, I don't. Like, really, he's he's my top five, in all honesty, because I just like him. You know, like, it's yeah, not... same. Again, it's not that he's, like, the most powerful. Like, I mean, I can go ahead and name five Sith that would absolutely murk him, but... Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he's just... He's cool. He's cool. That's it. That's my argument. He's cool. He really is. Uh, I think my last two points that I want to make are, one, Duel of the Fates, freaking sick. Yeah. The music and that fight scene in general were just so amazing. 
and then lastly, I really hope in the future we get to see more of Maul as a crime boss. Oh yeah, me like, too. I definitely, I definitely want to see more, especially like around the Solo era. I feel like they were setting up a live action Maul. Yeah. Uh, and, film yeah. or series, and like I, w- I want that. I know Solo didn't do great in the box office, but I want live action Maul back. Yeah, dude, I still stand by. Like, I really think with Tales of the Jedi and its success, they should do Tales of the Sith. Yes. I think that'd be yes. so cool, and also like make some of these characters that we're about to talk about canon. You know, mm-hmm. like the um, the pre Republic characters and like stuff like yeah. that. Like, I think it'd be a great time to talk about that. And yes. You could do it on the side because, like, they're twenty minute episodes. Like, you can make yeah. you can make twenty minute episodes. It's not that bad. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who you got? Number four. Darth Vader. Whoa. Okay. That's that's low. That's low. I am shook. And it's I am shook right now. So Vader. Um. I mean, just. While we're going on hot takes here, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this dagger out. But, um, you know, I don't think Vader would have been able to redeem himself or kill Palpatine without Luke. I don't think he could have done it by himself. No, I, I, I agree. I do. I think Vader was, Vader was a prisoner and like, yep, he was a broken man. Like, yeah. I love Vader. He's so cool, but he was a broken man. Yeah, and I just, I don't think he could have taken Palpatine by himself. I think he might, like, if he ever decided to fight Palpatine, he may have been able to, but I I think Palpatine had him so manipulated and so, like, shackled down mentally that he never would have tried to. Yeah, well, but also he does try to, like in the EU. Remember, like all the oh uh, yeah, all the apprentices and stuff. Like that's his whole point is to kill Palpatine, but Palpatine outsmarts him every single time, and that's why I, yeah. I think that that's why Darth Vader's on my list that low is just because like the other Sith lords I have on there could take Palpatine. Yeah, and so it's think... all you know. It's all just like as far as ranking goes. I just didn't feel right about putting Darth Vader. Even though I love Darth Vader, like, right now, I mean, you guys can't see it, but, like, I've got a Darth Vader, like, Xbox controller holder Hell yeah. next to my computer. And, like, you know, I, I Hell love, yeah. and, like, in my uh, in my bathroom, I have a um, a painting that my wife got me for uh, my birthday last year that it's, uh, it's Darth Vader on the toilet and he's reading a newspaper and it says, Taking a Sith. And I love that. I love Darth That's Vader. That's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I love Darth Vader. But um but anyways, so uh Yeah, that's that's why he's so low on my list. But I mean, while we're here, might as well talk about him. He uh you know, I mean, I I think as far as duelists even in like, you know, armor that slows him down, armor that is excruciatingly painful. Not even having all of his limbs. This man just destroys people. Like, it's just, like, it's unfair most of the times whenever he fights people. Um, Especially, like, in the early days with Darth Vader. I mean, all the Inquisitors feared him. And it's because, like, anyone who ever tried died. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just, like, he's unbeatable. Uh, Yeah. As far as, like, a one-on-one fair duel. 
where it's just him and another person. I mean, he can beat pretty much anybody. Um, yeah, I mean, his uh, also, as far as just like sheer power, I mean, he's one of the most powerful in the force. I think the only thing that hurts him is that uh, as far as canon goes, he can't use force lightning. So like that kind of yeah. that kind of makes him not quite as powerful as the other guys. But uh, but I mean, you know, I mean, he like in uh, Empire, the man eats a bullet with his hand. That's pretty right. powerful in the force. Um, just out of sheer rage, whenever he finds out that uh, Padme's dead, I mean, he crushes like thousands of pounds of metal just out of rage. Yeah. And I think I think his best feat is in um, what order? is it? Jedi Fall Fall yeah. Fallen Order, the where water? he stops the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, you want to talk about heavy? So water, you know, I mean, that far underwater, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if it was like I don't know, let's say like tens of thousands of pounds, at least like several tons of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he stops it. It takes his full concentration. Like, he can't do anything but else, but he it, does He it. stops it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I really, like, I think Vader is definitely powerful enough to, if he wanted to, could have probably ripped a Star Destroyer out of the sky. I I agree, yeah. I mean, look at Kenobi, He how easily he stops that ship. Yeah, he does it with one hand. Yeah, one yeah. hand. Not even sweating, just... And you're back on the ground. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, and first Sith we see. It's true. First Sith yeah. we see. Yep. Um, do you remember in the uh, Revenge of the Sith video game when um, playing through the campaign and you're playing as Anakin and your force ability switches from your force push to the force lightning for the first time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was such a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Or Battlefront Two. It doesn't he get force lightning in Battlefront Two? I'm not sure. Or no, wait, I, he's he not may. on the dark side. Never mind. They have Darth Vader instead. Yeah, never mind. It hey, is force. You know it what? is episode three that I'm thinking of. Nothing like a good old Anakin versus Darth Vader fight. Oh yeah, that's just a uh, gotta have it. Or yeah, you know, as Elijah likes to call him, light skin Vader. Versus light skin versus dark side Vader in episode three. <laughs> That's actually my, my little brother listened to that podcast. That's his favorite um like term that we've ever used. The light skin Vader. <laughs> the light skin Vader. That always cracks me up. Hey, uh, listen, we gotta get your brother on the podcast. Yeah, we do. I think he'd be actually, a lot of fun. All three of your brothers at some point got to come on here. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Even, like, the oldest brother, like, he's not really, like, a big Star Wars guy, but I just think it'd be fun. I think it'd be really yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep it real chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got anything on Vader? I or mean, anything else you want to add? I don't really know what else I can really say about him. I mean, there's just, like, there's six movies about the guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's, well, he's great. <laughs> I mean... Spoilers, he's definitely on my list somewhere, so we'll really? get another chance to talk about him. Okay, okay, I like it. Uh, Alright, my number four, again, someone that doesn't say, stay a Sith very long, our, our, good, our good boy, Galen Merrick, a.k.a. Starkiller. Alright, alright. 
That seems kind of high. Yeah, Vader's secret apprentice. I I mean, he was on he was on the list last week as a Jedi. I feel like he deserves his spot as a Sith too. Oh man, we got uh, a twofer. I like it. I just I really love his story of like going from Vader's secret secret apprentice to Vader betraying him and then being like, "Hey, just kidding. I'm not actually betraying you. I want you to go build a rebellion, gather all of the emperor's enemies into one spot so we can wipe them out at once." To, you know, doing that, realizing that these people are good. Um, you know, of leading to their downfall like he was supposed to, and then deciding to save them in the end. Um, I, I love his story. I love just how ridiculous the power scaling is for this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's untouchable. He's just, he like, is stupid powerful. Stupid yeah. powerful, yeah. And, um, I, you know, I think technically, lore-wise, going off the books... I think he scales somewhere close to Obi-Wan, if I remember correctly. But, I mean, the, the games are just a whole nother beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, most powerful Sith ever in the, right. in the games. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, I love his fighting style. Um, I love that, like, in the very beginning, Vader is, like, he goes and he kills Galen's father and he's like, where's your master? I sense a more powerful Jedi here. And then it's just a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, well, and even his clone's powerful in the second game. Even his clone's powerful. Yeah. Just, again, giving Vader the works. Yep. Uh, I love uh, I love the fact that, like, he has different endings in the game. That's all gameplay stuff, but... Starkiller is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. I definitely think... I mean, my other list he only got on as an honorable mention. He's actually got a an actual spot here, but I feel like he deserves both. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah I'd, I'd stand by it. If you put number it, one, though, I, I think I'd have to wig out about yeah, that. But yeah. But I, mean, I he's agree. Good. He's good. I don't think he was a Sith long enough. I don't think he did enough as a Sith to deserve a number one spot yeah that's fair uh and i really hope they i really hope they bring him to canon in some way you know i know they're gonna have to change the story a lot because it wouldn't line up with what we already know uh, at least in terms of starting the rebellion but i would i would love to see vader's secret apprentice actually shown somewhere yeah yeah i think i could um, agree with that yeah but yeah, I think oh yeah, and he's just cool. Really? I mean that's that's it. He's cool. Yeah, I mean that's our final thought pretty much on everyone. It's just Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. That's why we like them. They're cool. Uh all right, number three, who you got? I have um Plagueis. Ooh. A and good pick. A good pick. Plagueis, I will just say right now, I mean he's whether Palpatine would admit it or not, he's Palpatine's inspiration for how to play the game. You know, like, uh, we're talking about, like, you know, Plagueis was this, um, you know, his species, I think they're called Moon, M-U-N, right? Hmm. I'm not sure, but I can look it up. But Yeah, if you, if you would, that'd be great. But, um, I'll keep talking. But, so, this race, they are, 
the same ones as our head of the banking clan in uh like episodes one, two, and three. And Plagueis um basically is a Sith Lord and he's a high up banker pretty much his whole life. Um so like that whole double life using um your double life to your advantage to further your goals. Um, I think that's really a big inspiration for Palpatine, and really, he is who taught Palpatine to do all that. I think, yeah. um, in a lot of ways, Palpatine's plan couldn't have been accomplished without the teachings of Plagueis. Um, mm-hmm. And also, Plagueis, I mean, it's no longer canon, and this kind of upsets me. But, like, you know, that the theory for a long time as far as Plagueis being able to influence midichlorians and all that stuff, was that he created Anakin. And, uh, okay. I still I still think that's canon. I still believe it, personally. I, I don't really vibe with the whole that Palpatine did it. Yes, um, so that, that scene, if I can go on just a small tangent... Please do, please do. ...is a lot of people take that, uh, that clip from the... I think it's a comic that we got as reality, but... That, um, if you actually look at it in context, is uh, it's all from Vader's perspective. Vader is looking at Palpatine, and he's the whole point of it is he's under the assumption that Palpatine has been in control of his life the whole time. So it's not what actually happened; it's just what Vader thinks happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the whole Palpatine creating him thing isn't isn't confirmed based on that comic like people think it is yeah yeah which also on that note too i mean no matter what plagueis thought that he created anakin whenever they discovered him plagueis assumes that through his experiments that that's what happened Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and so no matter what plagueis thinks that he created anakin and whenever they whenever they discover anakin and find out who he is uh during like phantom menace for instance um he's a lot of the reason why Palpatine decides that he needs him. Yeah. Um, because Plagueis also thought that he needed him. Um, yeah. And Palpatine just decided to use Anakin for himself. Right. And I mean, lore wise, I think Plagueis is one of the most powerful Sith out there. Like we've, we've talked about on this podcast time after time, how strong Palpatine is. Mm -hmm. And yet Palpatine couldn't actually kill him, kill Plagueis in a fair fight. He had to kill him in his sleep. Yeah, and also not just his sleep, but like Plagueis for a long time before that didn't really sleep. I mean, he was so paranoid about dying, which was part of his his influence for the search for immortality. But, right, right. Um, the only way that Palpatine gets him to sleep is by getting him slammed. That's the only way. And so, like... uh. You know, you can't tell me that Palpatine didn't know that Plagueis was more powerful than him, because if I was going to fight somebody like that, I'd fight him fair. I would only yeah. cheat if I thought that they were going to beat me. And right, So, like, right. you know, the, the fact that he gets him just slammed and gets him to go to sleep and then kills him in his sleep tells me that uh, Plagueis would have beat him and probably beat him bad. At that point right. in Palpatine's life. Now, I mean, right. he was and still young. He had a lot to learn, but... Yeah. Yeah, and I think... I don't think Plagueis would have killed Palpatine. You know, I think Plagueis recognized that they needed Palpatine. Palpatine was the 
politician of the group, mm-hmm. you know, for their plan to succeed, Palpatine had to live, but he definitely would have put him in his place real fast. Oh, yeah, and I think he would have, like, seriously mangled him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I don't think he would have let Palpatine get away unscathed. Yeah. Probably. I, I completely agree. Yeah, and then also, um, and this was something that, full disclosure, I learned, oh, I relearned um, a few minutes ago whenever I was watching um, lore videos and stuff, trying to catch back up with all these Sith characters, but um, did you ever hear about how um, Plagueis kills Tenebris, his master? No, huh? So it's basically, and I'm paraphrasing, but um, they are on this ship that's coming down um and uh they're trying to get away and tenebris had just fought off like a bunch of people and was very 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 tired already play senses that he's tired and weak and so he realizes that it's that this is his moment and he influences the debris falling down to crush tenebris Ah. And uh, so Tenebris, like, you know, is mortally wounded. He's lying there. And then Plagueis runs over there and, like, you know, tries to act like um, he's trying to help him. And uh, in, like, just his sheer pride, he tells Tenebris what just happened. He's like, I crushed you. Ha 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 ha. And uh, um, uh, then he snaps Tenebris's neck. And that's it. Wow. What a... What a swell, pleasant guy. He's, yeah, what, what a dude. He sounds like a fun person to have a barbecue with. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he uh, uh, just does not, you know. But also, he's a Sith, and that's usually how the story goes for them. Um, right. Also, one thing I like about him is Plagueis actually didn't like the Rule of Two. Ooh, interesting. He was, uh, um, his plan was to have, you know, basically many apprentices and be ruler of the galaxy yeah because i mean he maul and plagueis were around at the same time at least for a little bit yeah yeah Yeah. and uh you know i don't know if there's a book on this or not as far as like um if plagueis knew about maul or not gotcha okay i would think that if he did know he was probably okay with it just because he didn't like the rule of three and was confident enough that he could beat both Palpatine and Maul at the time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he would have been able to. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so, anyway, but that's, like, Plagueis really, just as far as his force powers, that's why he's so high on my list. I really think that uh, had Palpatine died at a young age, um, I really think that, honestly, Plagueis would have just found another politician to accomplish his plan. And have been uh, equally as powerful. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, honestly, just he would have just kept going. Um, Yeah, and so to answer your question earlier, it is the moon, M-U-U-N, uh, for his species. Okay. Um, But yeah, really, really cool guy. Yep. Yeah, just a, an evil, evil dude. But that's what evil, this evil is dude. all about. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, my number three, Darth Revan. Okay, yeah, tell us, tell us why. Again, we're going off, uh, we're going off video games here. I mean, I think he's appeared in novels and, 
some other stuff, but as far as I remember, his first appearance, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, uh, I loved, I loved the lore there. Uh, him and his apprentice. I think this was during the uh, Jedi Mandalorian War. Uh, they went off uh, on this journey with a bunch of Jedi, and then they came back as a Sith army. Like yeah. they went and found a bunch of Sith artifacts and got corrupted. Yeah. And came back and just started a whole nother war. Just, hey, sorry, guys. I know you just stopped this really long war that was really tiring and hard on you. But here, have another. <laughs> a double it. Give it to the next galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought, like, the whole fact that uh, he loses his memory and the Jedi are like, oh, well, let's just convince him he's a, he was a Jedi the whole time and start using him as our puppet to stop. What what was it? Darth... Uh, Malchus? That doesn't seem right. His apprentice. Was it Malchus? Uh, Wait, no, I thought um, he's, he's the one... Um, his apprentice is the guy that uh, he should be dead. Malik, that's it. Yeah, Darth Malik. His hatred keeps him alive. Um, Which is just a common Sith, Sith thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Malik, he's the one who's like, you know, looking at him like he's basically a decomposing body, right? Yeah. But he's just yeah. so full of hate that he just keeps going. The zombie mm-hmm. Sith. Right. Um, but I, I love the fact that like as you're playing through this the game, you get to decide if you want to be a Sith or a Jedi. You get to go visit some different schools, um, and I, I think canon wise, he does end up be- staying a Jedi in the end. But as the player, you get to make that choice whether mm-hmm. he is a Sith or a Jedi, and I just I really love that. I think it's really cool. It's something we get to see in. Um, the Force Unleashed, but not not in the same depth. Like every every decision in Knights of the Old Republic is a light side or dark side decision, and I I love that. Like you get a little meter showing you where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. And um, like I said, I just I love I love the lore from Jedi to Sith to Jedi again. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a cool story of redemption for sure. Um, also uh, with Revan too, there's a good book series on him, isn't there? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I haven't I haven't read it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think it's like a three part series. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I mean, we can't forget the whole uh, dual lightsaber, one red, one purple. Oh yeah, yeah, and also like, dude, his mask—he is menacing, dude. So he he really is. Yeah. Like, uh, again, aesthetically, one of my favorite looking Siths. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I love that when he returns to being a Jedi, he essentially just gets a white robe instead. Yeah. He's just like, all right. He's like, I'm the, I'm but the he same keeps dude. the mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does he keep the red lightsaber? I think so, yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and I think... I think lore-wise, he's definitely one of the most powerful. I don't, I don't think he's... He may not be top three, maybe not even top five, but he's definitely up there. Yeah, well, I know um, it's been a long time since I read these. 
long time. But um, like some of the original EU novels with um, like Jason Solo, Anakin Solo, and mm-hmm. uh, Ben Skywalker, and all them. Um, Revan was, I think it's Jason Solo who goes uh, dark. Um, I believe so. Yes, and uh, and like. I remember reading anyway that Revan is one of his like heavy influences. Of course, of as course. As far as like you know who the kind of Sith he wants to be, mm-hmm. so that's just kind of interesting. Like the main character of like the EU novels wants to be Revan. That's his whole deal. So, right. Yeah. 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 It's cool. Um. Also, I don't know if I've told the, our audience this on the podcast, but Knights of the Old Republic played through the entire game. Loved it. Mm-hmm. got to the very last the last boss fight final final fight in the game and my game glitched and i got no. stuck in the loading screen no and uh i never never got back to finish it oh my gosh was that recent no this was this was like back in this was back when i lived in new mexico so like my freshman year of high school maybe it's like circa like 2012. Yeah, yeah, a while ago. And oh, dude. Emotionally, I could just never like get myself back. You poor. I could guy. never go back. You poor guy. You know, I which looking at it now, it's not that much compared to other games. But I put like 24, 25 hours into the game, getting to that point. And at that, you know, at that age, I was like, man. That's so many hours I put into a game. I can never do this again. <laughs> and now I'm an adult, and there are several video games that I've put over a thousand hours into. Several? My dude. Don't talk. Wow. Don't even worry about it. Talk, don't, even, don't even worry wow. about it. Wow. No, that is that I is swear I've touched grass. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, come, dude. That is crazy. I, I love video games. It's probably my favorite my favorite industri- industry. It's my favorite pastime. I just you know, some you just you get you you get lost in. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, you know, I full I mean, you know this. Like I'm not really I've never been a big like video game guy. Like only the past like year or so I've gotten more into it. But like I don't even know if I've put a hundred hours into a game before, honestly. Really? Well, actually no. Uh, w- the original Battlefront 2, like PlayStation yeah. Battlefront 2, I I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I I probably put hundreds of hours into that, but yeah. But that's probably the only thing I can really think of that like I really like played the crap out of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's uh wow, I'm I'm impressed with you putting thousands you. of hours into a game. That's that's it's big stuff. Big stuff. Big stuff for sure. But <laughs> no, that's that's really it. Revens, he's cool. He's cool. He's cool, man. He's yeah. got that dog in him. Absolutely. Alright. Number number two. Number two. I have XR Coon. Ooh, okay. Um, so number one, the man invented the double bladed lightsaber. And that's awesome. I mean that is I mean Yeah, I mean that's what what more can I say? He uh like, you know, just straight up was one of the Jedi's best warriors whenever he was a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then was also their greatest menace whenever he turned. Right. Um, yeah. And then just, I've got some points here. Like, uh, 
So, like, one thing he did was he kills the Chancellor of the Republic at the time. And this dude uses, like, Sith magic and becomes an expert at it to a point where he can almost, like, control people's minds and a bunch of people's minds at once. And he uses it to take control of the Senate. And so he almost takes control of the galaxy that way. Um, And then also, like, one of my favorite things about him is, uh, like the dude figures out how to, cause like, so in star Wars lore, and I don't know what Disney will do eventually, but always the thing was, is that Sith can't be force ghosts the same way that light side users can. Right. Right. It's like, you know, like a light side force ghost, they can wonder the universe. They can like, they're still individual. Um, but what XR Kun does is he figures out a way to, um, still be able to do that. Now with the, the dark side force ghost, like basically you have to like haunt an object or like a place. Right. That's kind of, yeah. but he figures it out. And actually like in the EU, he fights Luke Skywalker. Oh, nice. So like, you know, like we're talking like thousands of years apart and still just chilling. Yeah. And, and you know, like, I think it's like 4,000 ish years. Like I think mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, XR yes. time was like, you know, 3600 BBY or something like that. And uh and so Luke fights him in like, you know, 60 ABY. Well, I mean, that's like that's crazy. Like 4000 plus years and he's still there. Mhm. Yep. Um he uh like according to this like a couple lore videos I watched on him, like he um at one point is able to use the force to dislodge opponents' organs and kill him from the inside. Oh! Um, oh! Yeah. He's a master of dark side heal, which is basically he'll take your health from you while he's fighting you. Um, Anakin sure could have used that one. Yep. He was sure also a, used uh, that one. a master of force rage, which is a dark side power that basically like you just use all of your energy to fight someone. And typically when someone uses force rage, like after the rage is done, then they like are exhausted, but he actually got so good at it that he wouldn't get exhausted after. And so he could just keep raging and, uh, you know, just was an absolute animal. He, um, destroyed the Jedi homeworld of Osis. Um, and also arguably he never lost in a duel. Okay. But I, I gotta know how did this duel against Luke go? Luke won, but, like, he just, like, the reason that it's arguable is because, like, Luke destroys the ghost. Ah, but not like actually he just... Dest- okay, like, he does he destroy what, uh, like, his spirit's attached to? Yes, that's how he kills the ghost. Okay, cool. But also, but arguably, you know, the man never lost. Oh, much. yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah. I agree, and Luke, I mean, Luke had to use other methods to defeat him, it's not like he just beat him in a fight. Yeah, and also, I mean, again, yeah. like, you know, the galaxy changed so much in those 4,000 years, like, yeah. I mean, just crazy amounts, and still, he almost loses to a 4,000-year-old Sith Lord, and, right. uh, and also, right. like, Luke, in the EU book that all this takes place in, um, he even like you know Luke talks about how that was like one of his hardest fights ever. It's yeah, like this dude almost kicks Luke's butt, and he's a ghost. Yeah. So I mean, 
Yeah. That's really cool. Pretty intense stuff. But that's why like Exarcoon is one of my favorites just because I think like the only reason he's not number one to me is because he didn't take full control of the galaxy. But he pretty much does everything else that I would say the best Sith Lord would do. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. And Exarkun is one of those Sith that I've always really like heard about, but one I've never done much much research on. Mm-hmm. Well he's one of those so that, that's like cool. he's only in comic books and books. Yeah. So like, you know, it's kinda it's it's not as easy as like Revan, for instance, who's in like, you know, a couple of video games and mm-hmm. he's in books and stuff. So like he's right. he's more approachable. Whereas like Exarcoon, yeah. you gotta be a nerd to know who Exarcoon is. You really is. got yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah. All right. Uh anything else you wanna talk about, our boy? Uh I can't say. I mean, like, so that's my number two. Um, and then how about you do your number two and then we'll do honorable mentions. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Um, So, again, just like uh, last week, this person would not have made my list if we did it like a year ago. Uh, And it's Dooku. Okay. And specifically because of the Tales of the Jedi episodes and the background that we got on him. Yeah. Um, You know, I think, just being honest, like, aesthetically... Vibes wise, probably one of my least favorite Sith. Really? I kind of yeah. I like him just because of his like approachability. Like he seems like he a is, Sith that I'd actually like. He's a Sith you could actually like sit and like have a have tea with one day. Like <laughs> yeah. So how's how's the war going? Sip sip sip. <laughs> Capture any good planets lately? Sip sip sip. <laughs> how's your relationship with Yaddle going? Ooh. <laughs> but no like tales of the jedi like 60 60 minutes i think in total like three 20 minute episodes just gave so much uh context and so much depth to dooku this is a sith that didn't join the sith for power or lust or hatred this is a sith who joined the sith because he genuinely thought it would help the galaxy. Like, he loved the people of the galaxy, and he wanted to do what was right by them. Did he do the right thing? No! But he really thought he was helping people. At least in the beginning, you know, in the Clone Wars, he kind of gets a little malicious. Yeah. But I I really think his heart was in the right place. Like, even killing Yaddle, I know it was hard on him, but... He thought I can save the galaxy by doing this, and um, yeah. yeah, it was a sacrifice. Yeah, and, and I th- I think it's kind of tragic watching watching Dooku go from what we have in um, Tales of the Jedi to what we see in Attack of the Clones, Clone Wars, and Revenge of the Sith. Like he he's a lot darker later on, but I still I still think his motives are there. He wants he wants to help people. Yeah. Yeah, which actually, I'm just going to kind of jump on uh, yeah, go ahead. Dooku with you, just because he, he is one of my honorable mentions, so I'll go ahead and nice. just kind of uh, team up with you on this. But, like, yeah, I mean, I I really, um, I like Dooku a lot. Um, he is just, so, I can't remember if it's George Lucas or Dave Filoni said that basically um, 
all of the Sith that we see in the movies is a shadow of who Anakin will become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that Dooku, what what I would say that um, his quality that Anakin will kind of use later is, um, and we talked about this on Tales of the Jedi, but it's Dooku's pride and like his um, his false righteousness just like mm-hmm. the, he believes that everything he does is for the greater good um he believes at this point that the jedi are evil he believes that the only way to truly achieve a perfect galaxy is by eliminating the jedi and starting over um yeah. he believes that only he can help and yeah. uh and that like you know his code his way of living is the only way to achieve perfection. And mm-hmm. that's something that honestly, like I don't agree, but I respect yeah. Dooku. I really do. Yeah. He is the, um, he is the fallen Jedi. So, uh, just to jump off what you were saying, uh, for any of our listeners that don't know, Maul, Maul represents Vader as a Sith Lord. Uh, Dooku represents vader as a fallen jedi and uh grievous represents uh uh vader as a cyborg but also as a great warrior yeah um and yeah i really i really think they capture dooku well especially especially with tales of the jedi yeah no i think it's i think it's excellent um, Tales of the Jedi, like, even those people out there that don't like cartoons, you know, I, I still think it's worth a watch. Um, just mm-hmm. a one-time watch, if you can do it, you know, just because yeah. it's, um, it's really important lore. I really think it is. I think, like, honestly, because Dooku wouldn't mean near as much to me without that backstory. No, I, I completely, I completely agree. Dooku was still yeah. great beforehand, yes. but this really added really added a lot and like the fact that um let's see in episode uh two they were like the council still viewed dooku as a friend they specifically say he's not a murderer which means they never found out about what happened to yaddle at least at that point or sifidius yeah which sifidius he i mean uh you know he basically killed him before mm-hmm. he killed Yaddle. You know, right? It's so, like that was quite a bit of time before he actually even turned. He killed one of yeah. his best friends. Yeah, it's it's uh it's rough rough life for our boy. Yeah, but that also just illustrates again just his uh commitment to building what he views as a better galaxy. Yeah, he'd be willing to kill his best friend. Yeah, he'll he'll do anything. Yeah. Uh, also on that, I think it's so funny that like Sifo-Dyas was originally just supposed to be Sidious. Like, um. Oh really? Yeah. In originally, the plan was that Darth Sidious ordered the clone army under the name Sifo-Dyas. Like Sifo-Dyas wasn't a real Jedi. Uh, hmm. and then as they went on, they. They changed it and made him a real Jedi. But yeah, I mean, looking at it, Sidious, sifo like... Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah. Huh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I think that's all I have on Dooku. Should we do uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, yeah, and I'll just uh, I'll continue with my other one. Uh, my other honorable mention is um, Malgus, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. So Malgus, um, you know, he is just a menace. He really is. Um, like so. Also, there's a theme <laughs> as far as uh, Sith lords go that typically, really before. Before Palpatine, um, they were warriors and duelists more than anything. That was like their number one thing was being able to fight in lightsaber combat. Mm -hmm. Um, all of the, like messing with political systems and that kind of stuff really, that didn't start within, with, with, it didn't start until like, you know, uh, Tenebris, Plagueis, and Palpatine. That's pretty much the, the line of deciding to actually mess with political systems and stuff rather than just trying to take over by brute force. Right, especially with so few of them. Yeah, but as far as brute yeah. force goes, Malgus is elite. Um, so, like, first of all, he's... What video game is he in? Is he in Old Republic? Or is uh, he I in, don't believe so, but um, go ahead and keep keep yeah, talking and in, I'll, I'll look it up. He's in a video game from that era. Um, it's the same video game as, like, the Eternal Empires. Oh, had. Yes. Okay. So it's um, it's the Old Republic, which is an MMO spinoff of Knights of the Old Republic. There we go. Yeah. So he's in the Old yeah. Republic. Um, but like, so in that game, for instance, like, just first of all, his durability. This guy has a literal cliff, an entire cliff, fall on top of him, and he lives. Like it's it's in a duel with a with a Jedi. I forget her name, but she, um. She pushes him against the cliff, and then she sends an even more powerful force push to collapse the cliff on top of him. Um, and this dude, like, literally, he just needs a respirator. That's, like, the only thing that's wrong with him. Like, it messed up his face and needs a respirator. So, like, this dude is just stupid durable. Um, also, he um, he has a loved one. Um, she's a Twi'lek. I forget her name, but basically, like, they... Uh, they see themselves as like a um, they'll, they'll rule the galaxy together, and like that's like they have a romance and they have a relationship and all that stuff. And um, he realizes that she's holding him back, that she's his attachment that's messing him up, and so he actually kills her to make mm -hmm. himself more powerful. Yep, which is just like, I mean, if that's not a Sith Lord, what is? You know, um, it's horrible, but I mean, uh, what else is a Sith Lord to do? Um, and then right. also with him, just trying to keep it fairly short as far as honorable mentions go. Um, we don't actually know if he dies or not. Um, with the Eternal Empire, for instance, like he is at the end of the game presented to um, the Emperor of that empire. Um in carbonite and that's the last time we see him so technically he could have lived for long after that we don't he's, know he's just still trapped in carbonate ready to <laughs> ready to be released hear me out maybe he should have been the main villain of the sequels i know man like, it would have been cool sith cultists go and find his his uh carbonite bring him back yeah yeah i think yeah. that would have been awesome um 
yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite Sith as well. Didn't didn't quite make the list, but he he is he is up there. Yeah. Um. All right. You done with your honorable mention? I don't want to. Yep, I'm good. I'm good. I made so, my points. All right. So I got three. I'll kind of keep these short. Uh, first one is Darth Plagueis. I mean, can't have a list without him. Uh, which that's all I'll really say because we've already kind of dived deep on him. Uh, and then my next would be Darth Bane. Okay. Can't can't have the rule of two without Darth Bane. You know the reason he's not on my list. Oh, why? Hot take. Um, the rule of two, yes, is what kept the Sith alive, but it also led to their downfall. Right? Okay, yes. <laughs> I completely agree. Like, yep. It's why they I, couldn't win. I think it maybe should have been a temporary rule. Like, a, hey, we need to hide from the Jedi for a little bit, but we'll be back kind of a thing. Not a yeah. not a set, here's, here's what we need to do forever. Um. But yeah, essentially, before Darth Bane and the Rule of Two, there were thousands of Jedi, and between Darth Bane's intervention and some, sorry, not thousands of Jedi, thousands of Sith, um, but between Darth Bane and the Sith kind of being stupid and there being a bunch of infighting, they all just died off or got killed off, Yep, you know, and... Darth Bane started the rule of two, which led to really everything that we see in our main like timeline. Uh, Palpatine, Vader, Dooku. Uh, it's all it's all because of Darth Bane. And the fact that we get to see him in Clone Wars, I love. Yep. Yeah, as a force ghost. And cool. then the last one I want to talk about, and I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. I just found out about this guy. Darth Desolus? Solos? I don't know. Um, yeah, kind of an obscure obscure Sith. Um, I literally found out about him a couple days ago. This boy took on the entire Jedi Council by himself. He lost. He lost. Wow. But he put up a fight against the entire Jedi Council, and I just, I find that crazy. Wow. And so, rule, rule of two, he at least gets an honorable mention absolutely yeah wow i mean because it's the jedi um, council's what like i don't know 10 15? 10 to 20 members yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah depending on the era and like who could take on 20 jedi at once yeah not many yeah not many. uh he and he was he was a jedi for a while like most sith fell to the dark side yeah um uh, and he's the same species as the grand inquisitor okay that we get to see in Revenge of the Sith, the, uh, they're on the upper levels. Thousands of battle droids. Oh, yeah, uh, um, the guy on Utapau. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, they're holding us hostage. Uh, and I, <laughs> I was reading something. Somebody says you can actually fight him in the Force Unleashed, but I, I don't remember that at all. I don't either. Like, that guy? Or the yeah. Darth, uh, whatever you're talking about. Yeah, Darth the Soloist. The Soloist. Yeah, I, I have no idea how, how to pronounce it, but I don't know. I just, I think it's cool that he, you know, um, he takes wins. on the whole Jedi Council. Yeah, yeah, yeah puts wins. up a fight. And I think because of his actions, I don't remember this exactly, but him and his army end up killing, like, I think thousands of Jedi. Yeah. 
uh, in this one battle. And his army does lose, and he, uh, at the end of it, he takes on the Jedi Council and dies, or at least loses. But again, I think there are a few Sith that really, like, give the Jedi that much trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's impressive. That really is. Yeah. Um, oh, um, also... Oh, go ahead. Did you have no, no thought on him? I was just gonna I was just gonna lead us into our number one, so go oh, ahead. Oh, I was gonna say also, this guy wasn't originally on my um honorable mention list, but I just feel like we have to mention the elephant in the room, Darth Nihilus. Of course, of yep. course. Yeah, I mean he's a lot of people's favorite. Um He's interesting just because like he's a living forced wound and mm-hmm. he has to uh, feed off of life to stay alive. Um, but I also think too, that he is very cool and very edgy, but he just wasn't, uh, he's just not my favorite, but yeah, I did feel compelled to talk about him though. (laughs) He's one of those Sith. That's like, I understand why people love him, but just not one of my favorites. Yeah. Yep, but anyway. Um, all right, number one, who you got? Palpatine. Of course, of course. Yep. I mean, he does conquer the whole galaxy. He does, and he holds it. Like, that's the thing is like, um, you know, I, I think it's a lot easier to conquer something than to actually hold it. And he holds it for nearly 20 Close years. Close to 20 years, yeah. yeah. Nearly 20 years. Oh, wait. No, sorry, it's longer than that, because it's 20 years, 20 years, or 19 years up to A New Hope, and then I think a year between 4 and 5, no, no, 3 years between 4 and 5, and then 1 year between 5 and 6, so what is that, 20, 23 years? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a long time, honestly, to have an entire galaxy under your thumb, and it's totally from just his... uh empire games like his his just political ability um and he is an absolute master um at playing those games um and he he's very powerful in the force um but through even his political ability he kind of proves he doesn't even need it yeah honestly um, which even though I, he's amazing i love so much like we we talked about this before but if he really did go the route of trying to conquer the galaxy through force, he might have been able to do it. Like, we talked about this whole hypothetical scenario. He he never would have built the clone army, you know, to f- have the war. So it would have put the Separatists at a big advantage, at least for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure who would have won in the end, but it would have been a lot longer. There would have been a lot more bloodshed and... Like you said, he I don't think he would have been able to hold the galaxy as long as he did. Yeah, yeah, I, I think only through inspiring loyalty and also inspiring fear, those were the only ways he was able to hold it. Yeah, yeah, and on that loyalty, like, especially things like um, uh, Andor and the Bad Batch, it's crazy seeing just how loyal people actually are to the emperor or even mandalorian after he dies yeah how hard they're trying to bring him back yeah quite literally millions maybe billions would die for him yeah they loved palpatine and i just think that's crazy yeah 
Yeah, but it's because, again, like, he's just a master of propaganda. He's a master of looking, of looking like the savior when he's mm-hmm. not. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just, that's honestly why he's number one on my list is because he actually was able to hold the galaxy and, uh, the way that he did it was just such a masterful plan. Um, in all reality, I think as far as like combat ability or, um, force ability, the list would be smaller, but I still think, you know, like there's several Sith who could beat him in a one-on-one oh, fight. You know, like, yeah, uh, for sure. Like talking earlier, like Exar Kun, like I think Exar Kun would kick the crap out of Sidious. But again, and I've mentioned this earlier, um, not in this episode, but in past episodes, um, I think just with Palpatine, he was tactical enough and smart enough to where I don't think Exar Kun would have even made it into the throne room. Yeah, no, I think there would have been killed him before. There would have been legions of. Legions of troops between Exar Kun and Palpatine. And yep. we can't forget 100% Vader and the Inquisitors would have been there as well as like a final line. Yeah, and there'd be some sneaky sheave trap. There'd be some sneaky sheave trap. Yep. Um, We can't forget about his Red Guards as well, which I mean... They get murked by Yoda. So they get murked though. by Yoda, but hey, they're still there. We, yep. we still got to count them. Yep. And even if, even if, hypothetically, Exar Kun was powerful enough, or any of these other Sith, to fight through everything Palpatine had, by the time they got to Palpatine, they'd just be exhausted. Yeah. They would not be at their full strength. And then at that point, I think Palpatine could take them in a fight. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, like, speaking of, like, you know, mentioned earlier, like, Exar Kun was a master of force rage. But, like, whenever you're talking about fighting literally thousands of troops... You yeah. can only rage so many times. You know, eventually right, you right. either get tired or just die from yeah. being so tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's just, uh, that's why I think Sidious is the best. And, and also, like, and I think he's the best by a pretty fair amount. Big margin. Um, just because, like, he did what none of them could do. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think, again, to the Exar Kun thing, like, I don't even think he would defeat Exar Kun. I think he would get whatever his spirit is attached to and say, serve me or I destroy this. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that'd be the sneaky sheave trap. Yep, he would He would 100% use Exar Kun as a puppet, just yep. like he did Anakin. Or also, like, another suggestion, like, he would, like, Palpatine would, like, figure out how to become a ghost and like be attached to Exar Kun's lightsaber. So even uh-huh. if even if Exar Kun does beat him, he's still haunted by Palpatine for the rest of his life. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like some some crazy thing like that. Like he would be he would be that guy. He is that guy. Like he's just he's he crazy. is him. He is man. He's crazy. Yeah. Yep. And you know, like I mentioned, there's not a single Sith on this list that makes my blood boil the way Palpatine does. Yep. He's and he does so, it on purpose. He's so smart and manipulative, and, like, I don't think there are many villains that compare to Palpatine. Like, not even just in Star Wars, but, like, villains overall. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, I've seen World War II movies that, like, you know, the bad guys in those 
don't make me hate them as much as Palpatine does. You know? Which is insane. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is insane. <laughs> like, um, uh, like the movie, like Inglorious Bastards. Um, mm-hmm. I forget that uh, the actor he's Christoph something. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, yeah, the main Nazi from that movie. Mm-hmm. Like that guy is a really good Nazi. Like he makes you hate him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, I mean, I, I think Palpatine is like, I think Palpatine makes me hate him more. That's just how good of a bad guy he is. Yeah. Which, and just to be clear, we hate the Nazis. Absolutely. Yeah. We hate the Nazis. (laughs) I brought that up as a very, very clear, um, uh, you know, someone that I already would hate. Right. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Yep. Um, is that all you got on Palpatine? Yep. That's it dope my number one our boy vader okay okay yeah i mean one he is the first sith we've saw i think he's the sith that we've seen the most of like there's the most content out about him i mean between multiple video games multiple movies tons of books and comics I don't think there's a Sith that we get as much information on as Vader. Probably not. I wouldn't. Um, Palpatine's pretty close, though. Pal- Palpatine's definitely close. Yeah. But um, think about it. Even in like A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back, we don't really see Palpatine much. And yeah. even in uh, Return of the Jedi, we don't really see him till the end. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just. One, he's such a cool Sith. He is an amazing duelist. Uh, he's a cyborg, which adds cool factor. True. But also, it's a really tragic story. Like, yeah. Anakin, or in the fall of Anakin Skywalker, is just heartbreaking. Every time I watch Revenge of the Sith, I'm sitting there just begging Anakin this is the time. This is the one where you'll do what's right. He won't fall to the dark side this time. Yeah. And he always <laughs> does. He always yep. does. Stupid movies. Stupid movies and the <laughs> fact that they can't change. <laughs> Why do they have to be locked into what they filmed and edited and wrote? Ugh. <laughs> um, you know, and we, we've talked about it really the prequels are the fall of Anakin Skywalker and the original trilogy is the redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Um, but I mean, we also just in terms of brutality, we get to see Vader do some crazy things. I mean, the younglings. Yep. The Jedi temple, um, several Jedi masters several jedi Actually, masters probably hundreds as far as in that yeah. temple yeah the separatists and that's just on his first day yeah over the next like 23 years he kills hundreds to thousands of people yeah uh there's the rogue one scene there's the uh iconic kenobi scene where he pulls the ship out of the sky there's the comic where they've surrounded and they're like they tell him like you're surrounded and he's like only by dead men jeepers that's yeah. a line <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> just absolutely like 
I love Vader because on one hand he's this brutal menace, but on the other he is it's this like tragic story of a man who just wanted to save his wife. Yeah. And failed. He was a cunning warrior and a good friend. A cunning warrior, a good friend, a menace. Like there's so many titles for Vader. And while he may not be the most powerful on the list, he may not be the one that overtook the galaxy. Uh, he may not have even died as a Sith, but I think Vader is like the perfect representation of what a Sith is. Just like how Ahsoka, I felt like was, even as she wasn't a Jedi, she still represented what a Jedi should be. I think Vader represents what a Sith should be. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I really, I really think that either Jedi or Sith without Palpatine, he could have achieved so much more. Like, he really was just shackled by this man who'd been manipulating him since he was a kid. Yeah, I think so, too, if he was by himself. But at the same time, I don't know if Vader could have held the whole galaxy by himself. I don't think so. I really don't. I don't think he would have inspired that much loyalty. I mean, he just wasn't a politician. Right, right. That's what I think... You know, character-wise, he probably would have done better as a Jedi. I think but, so, too. I think so, too. Um, yeah. yeah, I just, I think that he he really represents what a, a Sith should be, a, a menace, a menace to the galaxy. Yep. And I don't think, there are few characters, not just in Star Wars, but in all of media, that have as much emotional depth as Vader does. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think you're right. Don't get me wrong. There are fantastic villains in so many different series, but very few of them do we get as much backstory, as much lore, and as much tragedy as we get in Vader. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, pretty much all of the Sith... I mean, maybe Malgus had equally yeah. as much tra- uh, tragedy. But I mean, really, he did kill his wife, too. Yeah, that's true. But also, he uh, he remembered it and knew yeah. that he did it. <laughs> you know, it's right? Like, uh, whereas Anakin, I think it's not quite the same case. But but either way, like aside from those two, pretty much any Sith we've talked about hasn't had the same amount of tragedy in their life. Um, yeah, and that's part of what makes Darth Vader such a uh, an interesting character is because he just shows what can happen. When a person is just pushed and pushed and pushed mm-hmm. and pushed with trauma, and yeah, even just like, eventually says enough. Like even some of the like best people will like one bad day is all it takes. Yeah, and Anakin had several bad days. Several bad days that just led bad up to years. bad yeah that yeah. just led up to him him falling and. Uh, you know, I said this in the last episode, there are few Jedi that killed off the Sith. There are few Sith that killed off the Jedi. That's true. That like, it was true. It was Palpatine's plan. You know, he orchestrated it all. But I don't think Palpatine could have taken the galaxy without Vader. I really don't. There's no way yeah. they well, would have defeated the Jedi without Vader. Well, he didn't have the brute force. I mean, he needed, like, you know an exarcoon or a malgus he needed one and vader right. was his guy who's just like vader just was an him absolute yep. animal mm-hmm. yeah and, we, uh, we said it yeah 
we said it a couple podcasts ago. If 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 Anakin had stayed on the light side, not only would like we have to consider all the Jedi he killed himself that would have stayed alive to fight clones, but also I mean Anakin would have just put clones down if he was in the temple. Oh, I think so too. And also like, um, I think Anakin also would have in that scenario probably have been upset enough to where he even tapped into the dark side a little bit and just would yeah. have just crushed clone troopers. I think it just oh, would have yeah. been just disgusting how much he beat mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Vader's him, and my final thought is, he was cool. Absolutely. He's cool. I all like the, that. All the Sith Rule we just of named cool. are cool. Rule of cool, yeah. baby. Rule of cool. Uh, well, that's all I got. You got anything else? No. Can't say I do. Great. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Animal Squadron. We really appreciate it. And uh, I'm excited for what we've got coming up. If you guys have any questions for us or if we got anything wrong or you just want to be a part of this conversation, you can email us at animalsquadron at gmail.com. Again, that is animalsquadron at gmail.com. And we will see you in the next one. For the Animal Squadron, this has been Mother Goose. And the Minot. See ya, everybody. Adios.